Welcome to The Ken Burns Show. I am so glad that you joined me here on this Monday, September 13th, and I am now recording from Tennessee. We are officially here. It is fantastic. And, uh, you know, the word that comes to mind being here is freedom. And we're going to dive into what freedom is and what personal choice is. And I think you probably know why um, with re- in regard to what uh, Mr. Biden has said recently. We'll get into that. But first, be sure to go to the bmgnetwork.com. That's the bmgnetwork.com. Check out the great podcasts that are there, the Pac-Man podcast, the Adrian Ross show, Set Apart with KC, and of course, this show, the Ken Burns show as well. Thank you again. We have much more on there as well. Go to the bmgnetwork.com. And of course, I need to make mention that things are changing a little bit at the BMG Network, and that is because, of course, I have moved to Tennessee, and things are going to be a little bit different, but we are absolutely growing, expanding, and we are excited about it here at the BMG Network. Now, before I get started, let me just introduce this clip that I'm about to play. I'm sure you've heard it before, because it's been all over the radio. If you haven't heard it, you can hear it right here on the Ken Burns Show. I want you to take a listen to what um, President, I'll call him President, Biden said, and think about it. And then we'll talk about it right after this clip. Or actually, I should say, after these clips. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. So please, do the right thing, but just don't take it from me. Listen to the voices of unvaccinated Americans who are lying in hospital beds, taking their final breath, saying, if only I'd gotten vaccinated. If only. It's a tragedy. Please don't let it become yours. Okay, and and here's clip number two. We must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. Of the nearly 80 million eligible Americans who have not gotten vaccinated, many said they were waiting for approval from the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Well, last month, the FDA granted that approval. So the time for waiting is over. This summer, we made progress through the combination of vaccine requirements and incentives, as well as the FDA approval. Four million more people got their first shot in August than they did in July. But we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. Well, there you have it. Um, If you have not heard that clip, well, now you have right here on the Ken Burns Show. Uh, It's a bunch of bull, obviously. And the reason being is because, number one, what are you talking about, Joe? And who's we? Okay, who's behind you prompting you to say these things? Because obviously, it's certain 
people and you have no clue what you're doing. I mean, honestly, I'm sorry, this sounds horrible, but he looks like a deer in, in, in the headlights. He does. Does he even really know what he's talking about? See, here's the thing. Depending on what you read, what you what you see, what you watch, okay, you're not going to hear all of the stats. And yeah, we're going to hear different opinions, of course, and they're going to call them opinions. But there's some really renowned doctors that have said otherwise when it comes to the vaccine, meaning it's not safe and effective. And for example, um, there is a, a doctor, uh, Russell Blaylock, and he's not alone. There's, there's many of these, of these doctors that are coming out and saying, uh, no, 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 this is why these people are not taking the vaccine. And by the way, I must mention that the people that are in the hospitals, okay, He's not mentioning all the people that have been vaccinated, therefore are now in the hospitals because of the vaccination. And he has not mentioned that the vaccine actually, as you've heard on many other podcasts on the BMG network, people who are vaccinated are actually spreading the virus. And the vaccine is not catching up to these quote unquote variants. It's just not happening. It's a virus, people, just like the flu. We do not catch up to it. And the masks don't do a darn thing. Okay, they're trying to mandate that again. And we know it doesn't do a darn thing. But here's what uh, Russell Blaylock, and by the way, I got to say this real quick. I hate the fact that I even have to come on here and talk about the stinking virus again. There's so many other great things to talk about and different things in history. Of course, we just passed, I'm not saying it's a great thing to talk about. We just passed 9-11 on uh, Saturday uh, and I, you know, 20 years, can you believe that? 20 years have passed by and I must make, make mention of this because, um, obviously I, I'm sure that you, if you were, um, around at that time, if you were uh, old enough to remember, you know, of course, younger people are not going to remember it too much. Um, I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly where I was when I saw, uh, the news and, uh, it's just, it's just, unbelievable to think about it, the fact that we've gone 20 years now and I, you know just amazing all the heroes at the time and how how america really came together now of course there's all these different conspiracy theories and things that have gone around about that whole thing but the one thing i can absolutely say is that americans came together in unity at that time and we certainly need more of that now because we are obviously not at all unified and joe biden points that out in a, in a great way, obviously. I'll give him credit. <laughs> We're not unified. There's many people who don't want to get this vaccine for good reason. So let's get back to it here. Uh, the VIRS program, the, vac- the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, okay, is a CDC-connected program designed to record injuries from vaccines. It is a self-reporting system, but every claim of injury is carefully checked by VIRS personnel for accuracy. Unfortunately, VIRS is a deceptive reporting system. And, and this person goes on to say that, I say deceptive because three separate studies found massive under-reporting of complications to the VIRS system. 99% of complications are never reported. Since the COVID-19 vaccines have been released under the Emergency Use Authorization Act, the EUA, as an experimental and mostly untested set of vaccines. This is, again, I'll stop right here and say, this is why people are a little bit 
feeling that it's sketchy because it's not tested. We are the tests, if you will, of this vaccine. And not me, because I am among those people who have not gotten vaccinated. Anyway, continuing. And mostly untested set of vaccines, we have seen a dramatic rise in reported deaths and serious injuries caused by these vaccines. In fact, since VIRS data was first released, deaths caused by the vaccines have increased by almost 1,000 deaths per month. The last figures as of June 25th, 2021, recorded 9,049 COVID vaccine, not COVID itself, COVID vaccine-related deaths, which is an increase of 2,000 deaths in just one week. This indicates that there has been a dramatic acceleration in vaccine-related deaths. Prior to these vaccines, deaths from all vaccines combined per year were around 350 people. Despite the mass unprecedented number of vaccine-related deaths, the program continued unabated. By the way, uh, it also goes on to say this, and I'll, and I'll stop because I want to read this whole entire thing. You can, you can check it out. I'll tell you where, where to check it out in a minute. But during this same period, 34,065 serious complications have also been reported secondary to these vaccines, up to 2,825 cases within the previous week. Veers reports that 5,852 of these people are permanently damaged. Over 54,551 people suffered such a significant reaction to the vaccines that they ended up in the emergency room. And there's much more statistics on that. Uh, I'm not going to go on and say that. Um, I will say this, though, because I'm going to get into another clip that he talks about, um, you know, 12-year-olds to 17-year-olds and uh, even those that are that are younger. That Here's what's shocking, is that the data from vaccinated 12 to 17-year-olds is that the, the even more shocking data is the uh, data that's from vaccinated 12 to 17-year-olds. And listen to this. There were 12,674 adverse events events, including 720 rated as serious. 13 of these teenagers died. Some 1,792 teenagers suffered a serious anaphylactoid reaction to the vaccines and could have died. There were 300 cases of myocarditis, which is heart inflammation, and 52 reports of blood clotting disorders. Now, we've heard about these blood clotting things all along, and I think that's the one thing that people are fearful about because it is happening. Now, again, this is not, I'm not being like Joe Biden and telling you not to do it. See, he's telling you, what are we waiting for? What's your problem? This is what you should be doing. You need to be doing this. It's because of you that all this stuff is happening. Actually, no, Joe, it's not. If you look at the stats, it seems like everybody, especially the vaccinated, are contributing to the problem because they are spreading it. And that's the question that many people have right now. What do I do? And we're all being put in, put in the corner wondering what is the best option for me. Now, in saying that, that statement alone is called freedom, in, in, essentially, and freedom of choice. Because we have that question and we can answer, answer it ourselves. Unfortunately, 
He's trying to tell us that we can't. We're not contributing to the problem if we're not vaccinated. If you're vaccinated and the vaccine is doing what it's supposed to do, then that means that you are safeguarded. That's what a vaccine does. So it puts people that are not vaccinated from their, from their point of view and their perspective at risk. So let us make a personal choice. And if we're putting ourselves or whoever decides not to get this vaccine, if we're, they're putting themselves at risk, that is their choice. So what is this push to get this thing? And it's free. It's safe. It's effective. What are you talking about? It is not. According to the stats and facts, which seem to be what they, the Democrats say they're so in love with, except they only used certain stats to create a great, perfect narrative for themselves so they can get what they want. That's the problem. And that's why, again, I'm going to keep saying we've got to question everything. What are, you, what are you not being told? Again, if you've gotten the vaccine, and I, I know people have, and I don't think anything of it. I, that was their personal choice. I'm just so sick and tired of people being feeling like they're pressured to do something that they shouldn't do. It's called peer pressure and bullying and for somebody to do something that they don't want to do. That's not okay. It's not the American way. It is about freedom, Joe, and it is about personal choice. Absolutely. Anyway, I mentioned that that portion of the 12 to 17-year-olds. Listen to this clip. He kind of talks about this a little bit. But I just read you the stats. Listen to what Joe says about the 12 to 17-year-olds and about our young ones, what we should do. The third piece of my plan is keeping, and maybe the most important, is keeping our children safe and our schools open. For any parent, it doesn't matter how low the risk of any illness or accident is when it comes to your child or grandchild. Trust me, I know. So, let me speak to you directly. Let me speak to you directly to help ease some of your worries. It comes down to two separate categories. Children ages 12 and older who are eligible for a vaccine now and children ages 11 and under who are not yet eligible. The safest thing for your child 12 and older is to get them vaccinated. They get vaccinated for a lot of things. That's it. Get them vaccinated. As of adults, almost all the serious COVID-19 cases we're seeing among adolescents are in unvaccinated 12 to 17-year-olds, an age group that lags behind in vaccination rates. So parents, please get your teenager vaccinated. What about children under the age of 12 who can't get vaccinated yet? Well, the best way for a parent to protect their child under the age of 12 starts at home. Every parent, every teen sibling, every caregiver around them should be vaccinated. Children have four times higher chance of getting hospitalized if they live in a state with low vaccination rates rather than states with high vaccination okay. rates. So there are many, many parents who opt out. Of course, they use religious exemptions so they don't have to vaccinate their kids. Why? 
is it because they, they have tinfoil hats on? And No, it's because they do the research and they're not comfortable with it and they'd rather take the risk. Again, it's a personal, it's called freedom and personal choice and they decide not to do it. Um, and I know many people who haven't and they have very healthy kids and continue to do so that kids that don't ever get sick. Now, am I saying it's because they haven't taken vaccines? No, I, I don't really know. Um, but there are a ton of, there's a ton of data and research that you can find and read if you'd like to that shows the risks and things that have happened to those who have gotten vaccinated with certain vaccines. Now, as time goes on, of course, many people, those who were you know, suspicious of the vaccines end up getting them um, because they, they you know, take the chance later on. They, they read about it, they see the risks, and they still take the chance because their kids are older now, they're out of that that uh, little bracket of, of being so young again, because they, especially right now, they just chuck these babies full of vaccines all at once, and the harm that actually is possible in doing that is unbelievable, and I cannot believe that they they allow doctors to do, um, do that. And it's not just doctors, it's the nurses, everybody who gives the vaccines, it's, it's really, heartbreaking because you're injecting so many things into these kids and some of them are new um some of them are temporary ones for example things that that uh, prevent i remember one from my child something about diarrhea or something like that well when we went back to to look at where we were at on the stats uh this was for my i think my eldest child he was out of that bracket so he didn't need it so but one of the symptoms or excuse me one of the side effects of it was also getting diarrhea so, I mean, come on. I get that stuff happens. But when you look at the percentages, and when you look at the percentages, when it comes to COVID, it doesn't all add up. And it doesn't make much sense at all. Um, again, unfortunately, I hate the fact that I'm even having to talk about this right now. And of course, there's many other people out there that are much smarter and know, wiser and know much more about this than I do. However... Uh, one thing is for certain, and that is that, you know, living where I'm living now and seeing what's happening here, what's happened and how things have been handled here compared to where I came from in New York, it's much different. Not saying that we, we don't have the same, we obviously have the same president all around, unfortunately, but we definitely see a difference. However, there are still mandates being put in place for everyone. Um, and I've just seen this recently with my kids' school now, and that is they they implemented uh, mask mandates. However, you were, had the the um, option to have your children opt opt out of it, thankfully, because again, uh, until I see data that specifically shows how masks help at all, and I haven't seen one, I've seen quite the opposite. I mean, again. The masks that you wear, especially these cloth ones that you see everybody wear and is supposed to do something, or any of them for that matter, are literally a walking placebo of bacteria. It doesn't do anything. The moisture buildup and the bacteria growing within those masks, everybody reuses the masks, nobody changes their masks all the time. Especially the people who are just wearing handkerchiefs and stuff like that. It's not doing a darn thing. And I played a clip a while ago. It was Matt Walsh actually talking in Nashville, Tennessee. 
at a school board meeting. You can surely look that, that clip up somewhere on the internet and check that out because what he says is absolutely phenomenal. And uh, it's, it's a must listen. Anyway, before I start to close, I want to give you one more stat um, from the piece that I, that I read, uh, which, by the way, the uh, website, if you want to check this piece out, um, it is the North Side Sun. And uh, that's, the, that's the website. Uh, but the, uh, the article is fantastic. Now, later on in the article, it goes on to say this, and I think this is very important. To get a perspective on the enormity of this vaccine disaster, a comparison of deaths from the flu vaccine demonstrates that a total of 750 people died from the flu vaccine complications over a 30-year period. In just six months since the release of these vaccines, 9,000 and 49 people have died from COVID-19 vaccine complications. It is also telling that a recent survey by the AAPS of 700 physicians found that almost 60% have not been fully vaccinated. Of those responding, 80% said, I believed the risk of shots exceeds risks of the disease. This survey was well over twice as large as the AMAs, which claimed that 96% of practicing physicians were fully vaccinated. Half of Fauci's own staff have not been fully vaccinated. Dr. Robert Malone, the person who invented the mRNA vaccine technology, now warns people not to take the vaccine because of its inherent dangers. Now, things change, of course, but... The bottom line is this, it is new. We have no idea what the implication is going to be following the vaccine. We've seen it so far. I mean, I just read you that stat compared to the flu vaccine and it's, it's not good, but we all have to take our own risks. So when you have people like Joe Biden or anyone telling you what to do and that it's safe and it's effective. Where is that coming from? Some people just say it because they, they decided to take the risk and they're saying, well, you need to do it because we were told to do it. Well, don't you think that we should do a little bit more research or should we just trust everybody? Because I'll tell you where, right now, in the world that we live in, do you really trust these people? I don't know about you, but it's very hard to do when you see where the country's headed and where the priorities, and that's a big word, where priorities are. I'm going to leave you with this, and I'll sign off here. I want to read you quickly, and you know, some of my podcasts, I'd like to go over some definitions, but what is freedom and what is personal choice? And I know you know what it is essentially, but here is the definition. And you tell me if this quote-unquote leadership that we have is allowing this or providing this in any way. Here we go. The power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Of course, that's only one definition of freedom. And of course, though there's not a specific definition of personal choice, we can look at personal, for example. Here we go. A personal opinion, quality, or thing belongs or relates to one particular person rather than to other people. Okay, so personal choice, 
choice, of course, is obviously choosing something. So if you're allowed to have personal choice, that means you can have a career choice. You can have a choice of destination or uh, of options, choice of words, a conscious choice, a deliberate choice to determine a choice or dictate a choice. I mean, it goes on and on. Face a choice, free choice, freedom of choice, uh, making a hard choice. Okay, so a hard choice would be for one person, I don't want to get the vaccine. I'm, it might be a hard choice, but I, I'm deciding not to do it. Or for somebody else, it might be, I want to get the vaccine. It's a hard choice because I'm not really sure, but I'm going to do it. That is up to you and it should be. So it is about freedom and personal choice. That's why we have this country and we should be able to keep our freedom and our freedom of choice and personal choice. And speaking of personal choice, real quick, I have friends in New York right now that are actually resigning from their quote-unquote posts or where they work, and they work in the healthcare system. As you know, people are being forced out of their jobs because they don't want to take this vaccine. One particular person, a very good friend of mine, one of the best people that I know, shouldn't be taking this vaccine because he is at high risk because he has a heart issue. However, they don't care. What they care about is pushing this on this hardworking individual who does his job very well. But it doesn't matter. And it doesn't end there because there's many other people that are facing the same thing. Being forced out of their job, though they were there for the people who were sick from the virus itself the whole time, are now out of a job because they're deciding that they don't want to get something or inject something into their body that they don't really trust. Sorry, but that is absolutely messed up and disgusting. But I am so proud that they are taking a stand. I really, really am. And of course, that is my personal opinion, which I'm entitled to. And so are you. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. What are your thoughts? What do you think about this? What do you think about the vaccine? Are you for it? Are you against it? What's your thoughts about what Joe Biden had recently said? And you heard the clip right here on The Ken Burns Show. You can reach out to me at The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. Message me there. Put it right on Facebook. I would love to hear what you have to say, your, your questions, comments, opinions, whatever. You can also email me at kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. That's kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. And um, of course, still getting up and running here in Tennessee. Going to be having video for you very soon and lots more to come. Uh, just with the Ken Burns show alone. But however, lots more to come with all the great shows that are that are uh, on the BMG Network. And you can go to the bmgnetwork.com, check it out there. The BMG Network is brought to you by Burns Media Group, LLC, in which Burns Media Group not only produces podcasts and, um, and, audio, and does audio, but it also does uh, video production as well. If, if you need any of those services, you can always reach out at info, at the bmgnetwork.com. That's info at the bmgnetwork.com. Or you can also email me, kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. We'd love to help you out with that and get started with your podcast or video production. So again, email me, kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. And again, I'd love to hear your opinions. Thank you so much for tuning in right here to the Ken Burns Show. I look forward to being with you again next week, as always, on Monday. But until then, God bless you. Check out all the great podcasts at the bmgnetwork.com and be sure to tune in again to the Ken Burns Show. Hopefully next week, it's not about COVID. 
<laughs> All right, God bless you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Right here on the Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content. Oh,